Hello and welcome to 1D6, 1D4, where everything is made up, including the rules of the show that I, in fact, put into place many moons ago. Traditionally, in this show, I gather 1d6 worth of DMs and we talk about a topic for 1d4 minutes. However, I am in fact breaking both of those rules as we celebrate our 100th podcast release. Party sounds, party sounds, fireworks, fireworks, toms, There it is. I was like, where's the drum? The traditional. Uh, hi, it's me, Sarah. Welcome to my chaos, baby. I have with me Christian. Hey. Jess. Hi. And Rainy. Hello. Maybe someone will show up later. Who knows? Not us. Not them. We're going to find <laughs> out. So we found out recently that we're coming up on our 100th episode. And I was like, can it be a 1D6, 1D4? Give me this prize. Um, and so... Uh, Rainy had the beautiful, beautiful idea of, hey, we uh, are reflecting back on all the chaotic, wonderful shit we did. Let's each roll a D100 and then talk about whichever random episodes from our past they land on. A 1D6, 1D4, 1D100, if you will. If you, And in fact, I will. And that's probably going to be the title of this episode. Shall we... Who who would like to do the inaugural role and then Ooh. give poor Brady five minutes to count the number? No, Sarah, it's uh, I mean, this is your chaos, baby. I'm happy if you t- yeah. take the wheel. I do have my my D hundo, not my D hundo, but I have or, percentiles. I also understand if you want to bring it home, but it's up to you. No, no, no. no. We're all talking about all of them, to be fair. So it's just who does the clickety clackety first? <laughs> yes, awesome them shining math rocks. All them math rocks. I don't know if you can hear it on my mic. I'm trying. I got it. I heard, I picked it up. 75. So that's going to be pretty recent. Okay. Okay. Wait, here's a fun game we can play. Everybody guess what you think 75 is, and then I will get there. I am going to guess that 75 is one of the earlier episodes of playing with myself on the internet. Oh, that's a pretty good guess. That yeah, mm. I, I think, think Invisible Sun. I think it's going all the way back to Invisible Sun. Which I think what yeah, was the game uh, right really before Crossroads Carnival? No, I think I think I think it's going to be back more like I think it's an Honor and Intrigue episode actually. Was Ooh, Honor and Intrigue that? right before Crossroads Carnival? Will, uh, yes. No, because we no. had the Halloween one shots. Not this past year. Uh, we did yeah, Crossroads. We had Dread, Cross- and we oh, had uh, oh, we Dread. did Dread, and we did uh, there was oh, another one we did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so put your put your guess in, Jess, and I'm going to go down to it. Uh, I'm going to say Crossroads Carnival. Okay. That seems too early, but that's what I'll go for. All right, and now we cut for dead air, because give me a second. You already fucked it up. How do you fuck up Jeopardy? Is that what you're trying to do? Oh, I I didn't even know. Because I can't. Because first of all, it's copyrighted, so I didn't fuck up. I consciously changed the notes because that's how smart I am. We literally just said we're breaking for dead air. So this isn't even fucking going anywhere. You shove that middle finger wherever. I will. Thank you. (laughs) At my age, things need to be checked. (laughs) 79, 78, 77, 76, 75. 
is Crossroads Carnival Episode 2. Oh Whoa. my god! Oh, I shit. Had it. oh wow! God good job, it. Jess. Wow! That's, that's the I one I wasn't there for. I was so far off. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I thought I was off because I was like, oh, Crossroads Carnival, that's way too early. There's no, no way we've had no, it actually 25 makes sense. episodes. 25 episodes yeah. since yeah. then? Yeah. That's like Crossroads that's Carnival was, was Christmas. It was Christmas yes. and, yeah, right. December, it was nine, November and December. 24 episodes ago. Yep, that, wow. was, the, that was the one wow. I wasn't there for. God damn it. You, you can just talk about Crossroads Carnival. That's fine. Yeah, we can just talk. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about the game. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember I exactly don't remember. what happened in episode two. Wait, Sarah, I also wasn't there in the second episode. <laughs> I was the only one who was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah it's the next episode we were both we're, like recap. Yeah. Let me let me reread let me read the synopsis I wrote. I don't know if this yeah, is accurate yeah. or not. Yeah. I wasn't there either. I wasn't I wasn't in Crossroads. I've yet to play in an Amber game. I'm I'm scared, guys. Wait, that's you should right. be. Um here yeah. goes. Episode two sees a slightly smaller cast dealing with locals in Silence, Oklahoma, yep. where the carnival has set up tents and wagons. The characters meet some folks struggling like most during the Depression, but some who are certainly suffering a little bit more. Oh, that's, that's where you picked up the pregnant woman, right? Yes. I was yeah. going to say, that was uh, like the, the questioning episode. People like went around town and talked to people. And then there was like that little boy. In the I remember house. me and Kent's character went into town because because. She showed the pregnant girl showed up at the carnival and wanted to join us. And then my seer character, which is so much fun to play, actually, uh, she why had like I, a, mom, a moment. Do, I can't remember my character's names. I'm so awful at that. Why do I feel like her name was Emma? Was it, her name Emma? No. Maybe. The pregnant lady? The pregnant, yeah, the pregnant lady, woman. I think, was Emma. Yeah, maybe she was. But I remember we went into town and to pick up the things. And there was like this boarding house outside of town. And we had her keep the lady. There was like a nice old lady who stayed there and like helped the pregnant lady because everyone yes. else in town was assholes and like shunned her because she was pregnant. And we left uh, a vase that was like her mom's. Yeah, it was like a blue vase. Yes. Yeah, blue vase. Yep. And then we uh, got some stuff, but she gave us a quilt to take back. And I remember it was like when it's one of those really great like Amber scenes where you like you feel bad and good at the same time. Uh <laughs> And yeah, that's what I remember about that episode. But the whole the whole thing of Crossroads Carnival, the whole game was just phenomenal. And it's, it's unfortunate because it's like chronically underviewed, I think, on our YouTube. Like people, if you're out there listening, especially if you found us because of RuneQuest or whatever, more popular games we played, go check out Crossroads Carnival because it was a really good, really good time. Uh, really deep game and very uh, in-depth role play on a very simple system. You also get to see Amber in her element of folklore yeah. and how well she handles and tackles yep. that. And I, I think the thing about Crossroads Carnival, especially because it was three or four episodes and it was a, like a, a short, one of our short, long series kind of things. Yeah. It's, it, it has a slow build, right? Yeah. Like it has a slow build for Amber and that tension at the end and like the descriptions that she gave as it was going on it was it's it gets intense yeah it, gets yeah, it intense. got really intense really fast absolutely yeah yeah and yeah. it had some great moments at the end too because they were like they were uh role-playing moments they weren't necessarily um you know fighting or anything like that it was just no. uh yeah i mean really i cool did stuff. get shot with a shotgun but i also you wasn't did. fighting so no you did you just you weren't you were a lover not a fighter in that game no, she certainly was <laughs> And I, I loved my character in that game. I oh, loved Joe. Joe. Yeah. So good. One was one of my Joe favorites. Was awesome. Yeah. I had, a, I yeah. had a, lot, a lot of fun playing mine too because it was, uh, it was also a different character for me to play 
That's right, because that was the episode that you two wanted to switch places or try to switch. I played the nice person, so I played the bitch for once. Yeah, and uh, you played the nice old lady, and I played the bitchy slut. It was great. Yep, Uh I love outside of our comfort zones. Yeah, (laughs) it was was a lot of fun. ended by adopting a bunch of children together. <laughs> because we're soft-hearted in real yeah. life. And that's, yes. what, that's what that's the problem. They're like, oh, <laughs> these two ancient women from old Greece that's who like right. bicker each other like Thelma and Louise. And then all these sad children like we're going to die. And they're like, mm, you have two mommies now. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, mommy's in a snake. <laughs> my snake. Oh, I loved yes, her. That's right. what was that? Yes, my hail of a gigantic yellow python. Oh, yeah, that was also, and I still to this day, this it was it was honor and intrigue was where I started with having like Bible quotes. Like I had a tab of just like Bible quotes that I could like pull. And then when I did when I did I had a tab for like stuff on the Greek Oracle. So I could just be like, oh, I need to say something. Just like open up tech, find something that sounds cool and make something up around me. Well, and in Invisible Sun, you had poetry quotes. And stuff I like did. That. Yes, I did. Yeah. But I both, a lot of, of thought was put into those beforehand, actually. So there was more and more went into that because I was I was That's a DM on that one. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And that was the thing that I love that you played an Oracle like. Amber did such a good job with the Oracle visions. Like oh, she's such God, an yeah. imagery descript- yeah. description person. Yep. And that was so cool. Just like the the on the fly kind of visions that she came up with for the Oracle. That was Oh yeah. Her amazing. and Troy like always amaze me on their on the fly, you know, ability to yeah. just create imagery where I, I have to like I have to have notes to do that. I can't do it on the fly as well as they do. Troy in Mindcrawler, like I don't Rainy, you edited that. I don't know if he did that like as one take. But like I'd be, uh, I'm umming and umming right now. I'd be even worse trying to do what Troy did, you know, smoothly. It was amazing. He was. Mm-hmm. It was actually really impressive. Yes, the bliss is uh, bliss. Bot is very eloquent. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. When I was editing, uh, when I ever edit anything, I always try and go through and clip as many ums and like tongue clicks and stuff as I can. That's why Rainy hates me. But yeah. there were there were a lot of like stretches where Troy. I don't know if he'd written it ahead of time or if, if he was going off the dome for like three minute stretches of just like pure, incredible detail. I was sitting there going, wow, this is. I've this seen is- him do that, though, in games like yeah. just playing at the table. I've seen him do it. So he can definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. As a since I'm in one of his home games, like. I see him. I see him. I, he takes notes from time to time for a home game, but like he just goes off the fly in this, these beautiful, he's like, he's really good at capturing like an emotion and putting it to like a, mm-hmm. like a scene or like a, a environment or like just capturing it in like the things around. He drives you crazy situation. when he's a player though. <laughs> Before but he's you also start playing. Great. So I have, I have a joke about Troy because this was, this was how, this is what I went through with when we were making RuneQuest characters of Troy, but it was what we went through when I was making Invisible Sun characters of Troy too, where he just peppers you with, with like questions. And then you're like, okay, this is what he's going to make. And then he changes it and he peppers you with more questions. And then he like, he's not clear on the rules and you're like, oh my God, what the hell? And then it's like, then you start playing and he just gets it. And I, my thing with Troy is like, he reminds me of like, just an incredibly difficult like character, like a, a method actor, like an incredibly difficult yes. method actor yes. where you're just like, why do I have this guy on my set? And then the camera's rolling. You're like, okay, that's why. 
Exactly. Because it always goes somewhere. Like he always surprises you with something great. Yep, and, something amazing. and then so now, now I just completely just, trust the process. Like when we first did. played, yeah. and this is, this is a throwback. When we first played together, the first Call of Cthulhu game, that's where he came up with with Liberace, no milkman in a game that's set in modern day in a children's detention facility in the forest of Michigan. And yep. I was like, you know what, whatever, we're going to roll with it. And he was great. He was really yeah. great. And so since then, I've known to just be like, whatever Troy wants to do, I'll just find a way to make it happen in the game. There's a couple things that we've done off stream that I really think we should, if we ever find the time to do it, you know, play a Call of Cthulhu session or yeah. um, the Blades in the Dark. I mean, you want to talk about Troy Chaos? He decided oh God. he started choking on a sweet potato. We had so much fun with that. Everyone knows that about was... Ronnie Spolman choking on a sweet potato. Him and I just clicked so well with those characters too. Ronnie and, Ronnie and Temple. Just and then that's uh, been Barry Mary, uh, the, the great oh. legend. Danny DeVito, like, yeah. It was just, you know, that's that that game though invites pure chaos. It really mm-hmm. is. I I appreciate that in Barry Mary, I played one of the more normal characters, and I was the sweetest little idiot zombie girl, and that was her shtick. Mm-hmm. But she was normal in that game. <laughs> I was just a pair of Italian hands. Actually, that's not true. Jess, Jess I was like the most normal. Jess was just like a Scottish yeah. human. A guy from Scotland, yeah. debatable whether or not he was a dwarf. It was ambiguous, I think. Not, I think he was. I think he was a dwarf. I think I played a dwarf. I can't remember anymore. I think that was I the, think I feel joke. like I remember I played a dwarf. Just a normal dwarf. Doesn't know what he's doing that here. Lost. He's just there. That's right. Yeah. You did. But you put your beard hair in uh, in groups. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's, that's, that was, yes. That was for one of the, that was for one of the challenges. We've got a little off topic. We should oh, be talking shit. one of our hundred actual episodes. Yeah. Uh, carnival. Someone else, roll, yes. uh, roll the next set of, of dice. Who's Me? up? I'll go, go for it, it, Jess. That's fine. Yeah. Go for it, Jess. Jess, you using a phone roller? I am. I got 18. 18. Oh, that's, shit. Wow, that's way back. Early. All right. Well, that's going to be like. Game, um, game. Let's guess what it was. Yeah. While Rainy's scrolling. That's going to be. Who damned um, after Esterin? Damn. We did Halloween shots after Esterin. Yep. Avatar. Then we had Avatar. Then we had. Wow. Avatar was that early? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Very early. Then we did good. Then we did like the Christmas one shot. Then we did Good Society. My guess it's going to be either a Good Society episode or one of the like random chaos episodes we had to do during Good Society because we had so many scheduling issues when we were doing Good Society. Oh, uh, I think it's going to be an episode of Modified Roles. It could also be a Modified Roles episode. I think right. it's going to be an early episode of Modified Roles because we had a lot. We had a lot more of those back then. We did. We did indeed. <laughs> I'm going to say Avatar. I, know, I, was also, I was also on Avatar, uh, although I got there quicker because I could start from the beginning. Yeah. 15, 16, 17, 18 is Avatar Legends Session 2, Fight for the Earth and Fire Refinery. That is the one where the Girthquake showed up, isn't it? <laughs> that is the Girthquake. Gr- was, was it? Was not episode one? Uh, so it no, I, I said Girthquake. I used Girthquake twice because it was first, first to Amber's character because she she insulted my character's manhood. So I was like, yo, listen, I'm called the Girthquake. And then at the end of the fight, when I, I, I was the one who captured him with my Earth magic and I was just like, Girthquake. 
bitches. I actually have in this episode, I have content warnings, <laughs> ice earthquake and blinds. Because remember, I didn't know the difference between blinds and curtains, and I couldn't remember what blinds were. They're like the slotted things. Yeah. One of the slotted things that go in windows. Another one's like rainy. This, also, this was so Avatar, if I remember correctly, was only two episodes of game, only right? Episode, it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's really this short. Is, this is also the episode of Release the Minx. Yes. yes, it is. The Minx, which I think is, I mean, if we ever do the DMEs at this point, I think it's just a, a running joke that we'll never do. I the think fun. it is a running joke. But I think that's one of our best one-liners. Is I do love Release the, the Minx. Minx. Yes, it is a great line. The Carpenter Minx. Yep. You also had an animal companion in that one, too. Chumby. 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 Yes. He's the hippopotamus. Yes. Yes. And you played. Jess, you named him. Did I? No. I came up with Chumby. Chumby was you, all you, dude. I yeah. All I knew was I wanted a moosepotamus, and at some point, I remember I feel like you came up with Chumby, and I was like, "That's the one." Oh. But yeah, I played the um, Rue from the Foggy Swamp tribe. Yes. She was a water vendor. I just realized you were Rue in Avatar. Oh my god, and Amber is Rue in RuneQuest. Name buddies. Yep. And Sarah, you had never watched avatar at that point or i don't even know still so never uh I've, i have seen a few episodes very very few um but i know the general gist of it um if i turn slightly to my left i can see one two three four five if you count the tiny one seven of my boyfriend's avatar pop figures because he's a big fan it's very good. It's very good. So that was, I had only seen some episodes and did not have oh, much context. Right. And I had watched, I wound up watching the whole series afterwards. And when I did, called Rainy to apologize <laughs> for what I did in his Avatar game. Avatar is what I'd like to revisit at some point. With the I don't think I'm invited. Yeah. I, I do not regret anything uh, DMs has done, but I, I was at the time a little like, man, that was our chance to like nail a kid friendly RP. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. You'll never be kid friendly on anything that I'm on. I'm sorry, dude. It's just not going to happen. I mean, Kids on Bikes was kind of kid friendly, no? Yeah, Kids on Bikes is actually good. I feel like it was was. one of our wholesome ones. Yeah. Yeah. Until the gun. It was 1980. I mean, we shot a monster planet. Yeah, that's right. It was a monster. I mean, you can shoot a monster. That's acceptable. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that the first Troy surprise gun? Because yeah, because that was, yes, that, was, was, the was. First, yes. that was the first oh. surprise Troy gun. Yes. What was that like for both of you guys going into like a game built around a world that you weren't too familiar with? Uh, I just like, I read some one. I read some stuff. Uh, first of all, I had an idea for a character because I just wanted to be kind of like everybody made very wholesome characters, so I had to be an asshole like I always do. Uh, and then Rainy gave me a lot of gold with like the, um, I can't even remember the names of it now, but the earth city guard, like the, the guards. Oh yeah. The Dai Li. Yeah. 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 Based off of actual, I believe Chinese secret, uh, police. Yeah. The Dai Li. And so I, I just was like, okay, this is what I'm running with. But like his dad was a Dai Li, but he's like upset that that ended. It's not, (laughs) he's not going to be like, oh, my dad was so bad. He's going to be like, no, my dad was great. And this is shit. 
that this ended because it was all mis- a misunderstanding. And, you know, and then I just ran with that. And I remember there was a moment when Randy was just like, I really hate your character. And I was like, perfect. I have the best character. This is exactly what I was going for. I, I think for me, I have a tendency to, if I'm, if, if I'm playing a game in a canon world that I don't know, I play a character where it makes sense for them to know so little. So mm, I knew I wanted to be a waterbender because I love the concept of it. And it's so cool. And as soon as I saw a foggy swamp tribe and I read from that article, and if you, if you go back and watch the videos, you'll see my face light up when I discover them. And I think I like lose my mind about it at some point. I'm like, this is perfect. But then I was like, this is a character that no, she's not going to know a shit ton about the outside world. Sure. She's a really important person for her tribe, but that's like 30 people, a hundred animals and one swamp. Yeah. I did read (laughs) stuff about the daily, but like, the rest of this stuff is like, there's so much more to the world that it's, yeah, that's really awesome. Ray, Ray is holding beautiful. up the books. They're beautiful They're books. Holy crap. Yeah, I got like Ew, the crazy so big edition too. I have like all like the cool, there's like a- Of course you did. <laughs> but yeah, so so if I'm, if I'm in a canon world where I don't really know stuff, um, I'll just be like, here's a reason for this character to have no idea what's going on. Now that makes so much that's sense. That's actually really smart. It is smart. It's a great thing to do. I'm going to take that from you. In the feel future. free. It's, it's it really helps. It really helps me feel more comfortable yeah. uh, playing in settings I don't. Because that's a real hard thing to do is play playing in a world where you don't know much about what's going on. Like if someone wants to, is like, hey, I want to do like a DC superhero sort of game, and you're like, well, I've never read. I know like Batman's a guy, but I don't know anything about the world. You're going to be intimidated as heck. So it'd be perfect to make someone who just you know grew up in like Middle America or something and didn't know as much about everything you know in the flyover states or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of funny because we had a modified roles episode for running games with canon. And I think mm-hmm. we really got around to the same time because this I was think so too. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really talk about playing games in canon if you don't know it. Because I think mm-hmm. the assumption is that yeah. if you're playing a game that has an established universe, I think that there's a buy in, right? Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah. not for everyone, right? It's possible yeah. that like oh, a person or two might be out of it or like and, not know of it. And or, not, not, or there are worlds that are just so dense with lore that it's a huge learning curve to learn it all. Yep. Like Star Wars or, you know, Star Trek or. Yeah, that was different, actually. Different comic book universes. The, yeah. The very first time I implemented that rule was uh, for a little while I played in a Star Wars tabletop and I played a character with amnesia. Yep. Perfect. It was Beautiful. cheap. It was lazy. Mm-hmm. But it worked. Beautiful. Unrelated to the DMs, but. Uh, one of the reasons we all met was through our local library and I've been running a and d campaign for some library patrons for a very long time. It is finally coming up, wrapping up to a conclusion. It's been like four years of bi-weekly. Oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. They are committed and I love it. Wow. But I recently posted in the Facebook group and was like, Hey, this is wrapping up. Like, I'm not doing 5e anymore. Like, I'm just, that's not, that ain't me. Everyone who's listening to this is not surprised I said this. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Hey, all library patrons, I'm down to keep running games. Here's like a list of five that I'm interested in. Who's interested in what? And Avatar is like running away with the poll. Yay! Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So I might, I might be running an Avatar The Last Airbender campaign mm-hmm. or a library campaign, which is cool. Yeah. That's cool. Because you know what, too? It's like that, that that stretch of our own history, too. We played a shit ton of Magpie games. It was like Ruby's yeah. Guide, Avatar, you know, right in a row. Uh, and yeah. Magpie, we did a lot of Magpie games and they've always I mean, been the like good to us. Yeah. I think Crossroads Carnival, I think, is Crossroads, an Ash- Crossroads yeah. Carnival is a Magpie yeah. Ashcan. Yep. I yeah. have I've been wanting to run masks. That's one of Magpie's biggest games. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I want to play Magpie. that eventually because I want to actually get to play in a superhero game one day. 
we've yet to do superheroes. Yeah, uh, it's a genre we have not hit on DMs After Dark yet. So. Well, kids was kind of. Yeah, I was Excuse gonna say me. we did mall kids a mall little kids bit. It's kind of superhero. Yeah, it's not like superhero <laughs> canon. That's but like. true, but yeah, it wasn't exactly. Yeah, I, I will play Rat again someday. <laughs> I love her. But anyway, uh, let's move so, on to our yeah. next D Hundo. Uh, yeah. I'll run if you go want. Or you just want to let the old guy go last thing. Okay. Go for it, Christian. Give Brady some time to search. I just well, hope Grandma Club, no matter what. Ah. I'll just talk about Grandma Club, period. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's roll, let's roll. 48. 48, that's right in the middle, my dude. Oh, it might no be. Idea what that's it like. might be Grandma Club, actually. No, no, no. It's, it wouldn't be because be Grandma, Grandma Club was during Good Society because that was what uh, while I was in California. So that's yep. too early. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right in the middle. So... What was in the middle? It might be after Good Society, actually. It might be an Invisible Sun episode. No. No, Invisible Sun's too recent. recent. No, he might be right, because if I guess Invisible Sun, and I was way off at 75, it's probably around there. Yeah. No. Invisible Sun was what we played after we played Good Society. Was it really? This time last year, we were playing Invisible Sun. We were wrapping it up. Yeah. Y'all... I don't, I, I don't do numbers. This is hard for no, me. No, it's just like time Time has been a weird soup since 2020, so I understand. Thank you for stealing my quote that I stole from Ashley Johnson. I'm going to say that it's a one-shot. I don't know what one-shot, but it's going to be a one-shot. You know what? I'm going to hop on that bandwagon, Jess, and I'm going to say it was Twas. Oh, There's no way, no way it was Twas because Twas, oh, Twas, was, our first, Twas was our first Christmas one shot. Oh, oh I love Twas, Twas yeah. so much. Wait, yeah, so then me. what was our, what am I thinking? We did, have we only had two, right? Was We've had Twas and Crossroads Carnival. Oh, yeah, that was our other Christmas. <laughs> yep. So, ready, guys? Mm-hmm. Yep. 41, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. It is Invisible Sun, episode 3. Fallen Angels and Fading Hairlines. <laughs> fading Hairlines. Oh. What a name! Wow. What that was the, the that was the poetry bar, right? That's yeah. the. Yeah. Is that the for downstairs the, where we bound? Yes, the, we bound the angel and the dude that was guarding them. We made a joke that he had like this shitty two because because it, it was because it was it was a um it was the po bar it was a po bar it was a po right? bar where they je- it was Annabelle Lee and they just read Annabelle yes. Lee over and over and yeah. over again and like the hip goth kids were there but the guy who tied up in the basement was like the guy who was like too old to hang out at the college bar with like the hairline going up and like he's getting a little oh, chubby for his like right. black silk shirt yeah. and stuff yeah. God, it just as just oh fucking invisible sun, man. I love that game so much. I think Darcy might be my favorite character I've played on stream. Oh, Darcy, Darcy they're such a cutie. Oh, and Bridget's up there guys, for me. Yeah, your little crushes together. I love Bridget and all of her little demons. Demons, yes. The demon girl squad. And the hand. Yeah, there you go. The moon the never beams without being me dreams of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. And the stars never rise, but I feel the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. How did I forget about the fucking hand? Yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. That- like, Darcy had not only had a great sidekick, but he was just a soft nerd. And, like, that's my shit. That is me. That, <laughs> I, got, I got to play in my most elements. Like, yeah, that was your comfort. <laughs> that was your dude. And yeah. fashionable. Yes. Yes, yes yeah. that's right. Which I wish I was, but in real life, I'm not. But you killed it with Darcy. Yeah, the outfit changes were so good. Oh, God. And then fucking Bridget and Rat Dad. <laughs> 
Rat Dad. Love rat dad. And I love, I hate, let me just say, Jess. Jess oh my God, forget? that's right. Oh, yes. Yeah, actual because rat dad. Her, yeah. like, well, I remember now. Like, yeah. I can talk to one particular rat and his name is Samuel. And then we were like, what if this was her dad back when from Shadow when she was in Salem? Yeah. So he was a Puritan rat. <laughs> that's right. I liked my couch crashing Henry. I do want to yes. say. I know. Yes. Yeah, Henry the Dream Girl. Was that her? No, her name wasn't Henry, was it? Henrietta? Yeah, yeah, Henrietta. With an I, right? I don't remember any. It was with an I. I don't remember any of my characters' names. It's horrible. I I don't remember them either. I I, I remember some, Jess, but not all of their names. Yeah, Yeah. barely. Ah, that's right. Yeah, I loved her. Just to continue the trend, uh, Troy made a character, Istanbul, who had a secret hidden gun leg. And again, that was the game where I like felt the most comfortable with Troy's Troyisms because he's like, I want to have a bull head and a weird leg and I want to do this. And I'm like, it fits. It fits. It fits. It's 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 I remember like I just remember I'm like, it works, it works, it works, it works, it works. It works. Like, I just like, remember you getting so thing, you just me frustrated, out. Christian, though, every time he like tried to talk to a pen, <laughs> you you would get the best was that was with the wife of butt pillow because he's like I'm going to talk what sort of pillow does the, does the oh, professor no. have and I'm like fine Troy you want to go down there it's a wife of butt pillow and he's like what's that and I actually sent him like the picture and after I sent him that picture for three months on Facebook I got ads for these butt pillows that you sleep on <laughs> yes my my Google guessing has gotten very bad since DMs After Dark started oh, really oh my god wow oh. Yeah, that's yeah funny. I remember him because he was like, I'm giving you this moment. Can we can this be this epic pen? And I'm like, in this instance, it's a fucking bit. Okay. It's just. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Invisible Sun is a very dense game. Like, you, oh God, yeah. you, you need to do your homework and be ready and to play all, it as a player and as DM. We all admitted like, we did not know what was happening. True. It's, but I was, it's hard but to. The point mm-hmm. I was going to say was we were just talking about how in games with canon, you know, Mm. it's okay to go in not knowing anything but invisible sun is kind of one of those weird ones where it's a lot of dense lore but literally anything's possible so and it's out the window it's kind of funny how that works Mm -hmm. the thing about running it was that like i'm very happy with the way that whole the whole game came out as a story and everything i think i think it was a really good one it had a great ending an epic ending actually uh very epic ending but um i don't think i could have continued that like I mean, I, it had a jumping off point where, like, you know, they were all leaving to go back, back and get the memories of the mom back and stuff. But uh, it, it's just preparing the amount of weirdness you needed for every session was was what was made it a hard game to run. It wasn't. Uh, it's not necessarily the plotting part of it because you just like you just take the stuff that your characters give you as a GM and you just fit some in, fit it in. But it's the weirdness that you needed to have. I was going to say there are certain games where. And I think this is something that we've we've hit on it a few times uh, in our streams in the games we've played. There are a few RPGs that are specifically designed to let the players actually run the show. Like mm-hmm. the DM is just a referee; they're just there to be like, okay, before you just do that, that does need a role. But like, they're really not filling in a lot of stuff. I feel like, like you're saying, Christian, because we are especially at that point in our streaming yes. and how we were doing games, these short series, you know, it needs to be on rails for these short series. Yeah. Cause like there needs to be a beginning and an end. Right. So 
you know, you had to do the work to get us to the point where it feels like it's wrapped yeah. up and, and we've done enough. Yep. However, I think that if we were to run Invisible Sun for a long time, it would be more on us as players. Yeah. Well, that's how the game is written, actually, is more of these these are the goals that your character wants. These are the ones I want to accomplish. And then as a GM, you're just like, okay, these are the steps you need to take. You, What do you want to do? Oh, okay, I go over here and do this. Okay, like, just like you said, this needs a role, this needs a role. Even in that regard, though, I think that the sheer amount of weirdness you have to come up with, yeah, and, and even more hard. so on the spot if characters are, are just deciding to do things, is unless you're just a very strange person, and I am, but not that much. Uh, but, you know, it's hard, you know? That's why I'm never going to run a game like Burning Wheel on our stream, because... Yeah. I'm not going to ask you guys to do that much homework when we're playing so many games in and out. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. change so often, although it's changed now mm-hmm. with RuneQuest because that's going to go for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if we did another long form series, you know, games like that, where they put player agency as the engine of like the story, you know what I mean? Uh, as opposed to, you know, more traditional RPGs where it's very much like a, you're reacting to the DMs prompting yeah which we've done kind of in a one shot we've never we've just never done it in a, in a series a lot of my one shots that i've won uh are me just not show, like showing up and being like i legitimately did not prepare i know the rules enough and let's just go you know well, and- just to talk about you know just like because i want to talk about it uh and we might not roll it but society like oh. Sarah didn't have many notes and then didn't prepare. And that was a game that specifically did that. Like, I mean, we all sat oh, down and decided point. that. And then it had the, which I, I still think about and laugh because it wound up so perfectly, like the horse race and, and what it became oh. with like Remy trying to fix it and and people knowing he's fixing it, but not knowing what side he's on. So they're like double crossing him and it turned into this really glorious thing. And it was entirely on its own. While I yeah. was packing. So for listeners, I just moved house. I found some of my loose sticky notes and one of them had the tallies from the horse race on it. (laughs) My favorite, the thing about that horse race is the way that I I did that is I made up a rule on the fly that everyone gets two votes. Tell me which, which of where you want to distribute them among our three character racers. And Troy's character was the one riding. Correct. It was, it was Windrith. It was. I mean, I was also riding. Yeah, Paul was riding. Well, I know Barnyard Party <laughs> going like, down. I was like, I was, I was also riding. Yeah, Paul. And, and Windrith Paul. and Paul. Oh, Paul. Yeah. Okay. Windrith yeah. beating Paul literally by one point. Yep. It was so awesome. It was. It was perfect for story. Bananasly yeah. perfect for how that could have gone. Yeah, it's funny. I realize now that I I tend to like games that I can win because my two things that I've most known for are good society and short order apocalypse. <laughs> Which, but again, those are games where it's entirely on the players yeah. to get their own trouble. And it's just on the DMGM to enforce roles basically yeah. and complicate things. So it's I, really- I will say for those though, like Sarah does a really good job of providing structure, right? Like oh, we, yeah. we, at, we at least had like the idea yeah, yeah. for good society that the circus yeah. was in town and that uh, like this horse race was going to happen. Right. And the same thing for short order apocalypse, right? Yeah, well, that's kind of built into the game of short order apocalypse, but then you it, had a goal. Yeah. And then I gave you, know? you a very oblique, hey, here's three, here's the three things to fuck up. Like, and that, which is because, and I think that's the key to a really good one page, one shot 
even a, a chaotic one, it can get really chaotic as long as there's a goal. And one of the problems with, I, I always, I always look back at, at grandma club is like, I'm not very happy with some of the way it came out, I came out with, and it's not the things that you would think I'm perfectly happy with Marv. I think he, Marv just <laughs> arrived whole cloth, whole loincloth. And I just you... understood Marv from like the moment he came out of my mouth, but no. <laughs> the pacing in the beginning, the pacing in the beginning of, of grandma club was really slow because it was just like, here's a game. You're playing little ladies and we didn't have an ending in part. So we exactly. had to find that while we were playing. So yeah. that's what I was going to say, like even more for than just one shots, but in those situations where characters are kind of driving the story, they yeah. need some sort of direction or at yep. least some sort of structure or framework, right. To work within for that creativity to like kind of point in the same direction instead yep. of. Yeah, just everybody, because everybody's just going to yeah. wait around and look for a cue if you don't have exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Last thing I'm going to say uh, before we move on to Rainy Rolling the Dice is I have not watched Grandma Club. I don't think I will ever watch Grandma Club. But what I do know is that I'm pretty sure Marv possessed Christian during that episode. And that's just what happened. <laughs> I did. It was amazing. I just became Marv. And I don't know where Marv came from. And I haven't seen him since. I'm thankful that I haven't seen him since. But it was I was on fire that night playing Marv. I will tell you that. Give yourself about 40 years. I think Marv might come back. No, I don't think I'll become Marv. I really don't. Marv is oh, a pretty no. gross human being. I don't I, I don't I have I don't have the what it takes to be not. Marv in me. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, roll some dice. Real come quick on, though, Randy. before we get there. Oh, okay, uh, go ahead. I got two story brewers games right here. The people <gasps> who made good stuff. Hey, I've backed like all the Kickstarters since their Good Society one for them. They are oh, wow. Yeah, they're really cool. I love them so much. They're they are some of the nicest people. Getting to play that game with V was amazing. And what I want to say is I'm waiting on Fight with Spirit to come in. Their sports anime. Yeah, sports anime. Game that That's runs great. it's it's actually like surprisingly different. I thought it was gonna be very much Good Society. Uh, design. I got the PDFs, the final PDFs are in. It is so cool. And they have individual sports. So maybe I'll do uh maybe I'll do an individual sport solo play. Yeah. Um, like a, or a one Rainy. shot, man. Or one Rainy, shot. I will do or, a I will do a duo with you. Yeah. Wait, I also want to play a sports oh anime. Oh my god. Yes. Have you guys watched any sports anime? Because honestly, no. It, it's I've, such a I've weird read genre, from... but it's so good. Like Haikyuu, obviously everyone knows Haikyuu. There's a basketball one that's really good. I can't remember yes, right now. I think I know. The I started reading a manga called Robo Laser Beam. And it's about a weird kid who like had never played golf. And then he watched somebody hit a ball and he was like, oh, I like that there's like perfection to this. And everyone makes fun of him. He's called Robot um, because he's like so like focused and, and meticulous. And then he's like, I can hit a golf ball. Like, oh, it's just like. You just have to do this the exact perfect way. And then he becomes like a pro golfer. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Anyway, I'm going to cut a lot that. of that. But sports anime, underrated. Oh, no. Sure. I, it's so, it's so always in. so cute and wholesome. It I love is. it. It's and so like camaraderie good. and like competition. It I reminds, love it. like I was never a huge anime or manga girl, but when I was in middle school, I was. And it's even though it was the same as what I read and watched, it had the same energy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so like, it's about self-improvement and it always comes down to the like the team or like some kind of relationship. That's what I love about it. Yeah. That it's actually not about the sport. Like you can watch how you yeah. know absolutely nothing about volleyball. It does not matter because it's not about volleyball. It's like watching Ted Lasso you don't have to know anything exactly. about soccer. It's not about soccer. It's about the relationships of the people on the team. And that's how that game plays out. Like even fight with spirit. I can't wait to play it. They don't care about the game. Like it does not matter what's going on in the game. Every prompt is like, Hey, this person gave you a look. And like, you know what that look means? Like, what does it mean in the huddle? You know what I mean? And like, that's what you play out. It's awesome. Anyway, 
That's cool. All right, let me roll it to 100. We haven't played the game. Well, that's not in our, still not in our 100 episodes. Yeah, it might be in the first 200. We'll see. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe. 87. So that would be... Oh, okay. That's, that's room quest. Or playing with myself. Or playing with yourself. Playing with myself. And yeah, so... All right, well, that feels weird. <laughs> no, talk about <laughs> Colossal. Colossal? Yeah, colossal, right? This is Colossal, yeah. So... Okay. I'm the only one who could talk about this. Have you guys? Okay, this is, and I don't feel bad about saying no. Has anybody listened to me play with myself on the internet? I have, so, I have, I have, I have not listened to all of Colossal. I've listened to like seventy five percent of it. Yeah, and so I've no spoilers. To, I've listened to some of your other episodes too. Uh, I've listened to Amanesis when you did that one, mm. and um, I listened to Troy's recent one too. And I'm sure that there's another one you did too that I listened to, but. Uh, yeah, so I've listened to a lot of Colossal, actually. It's, it's, yeah, it's I was going to say, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. I'm up to the finale. Oh, nice. No, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to spoil. I didn't listen to the finale. I have to go back well, and listen I'm to it. Well, I meant Rainy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I was like, Rainy. I'm the shitty friend. I haven't okay. listened to. No, but I honestly, also like, haven't listened to most of our stuff. What, so. I, wanna, what I do want to say is, like, because it's, like, it's funny because I listen to these games and, like, we all know I've been critical of, like, cards and games. <laughs> and and and, and it, it works in the context of what you're doing with a solo game because you shuffle a deck once. My criticism is having to shuffle a deck constantly and like take cards out at the table. If you just have a, sh- a, sh- a shuffle once and you're just taking cards out, that's fine. But uh, I'm always amazed, Rainy, at your ability to just like you know take a few prompts and like build something that again sounds great. And I don't know, I know you. I've played with you. I don't think there's a lot of like magic going on to make you sound that fluid. I think you're just doing it. And yeah, and and you have the ability to, and it's it's very entertaining to listen to. So if you I haven't was, listened to Rainy play with himself, you should. I was gonna say the first episode, I like could not tell how much was like actually part of the game and game design and gameplay, and that Rainy was reading from it and stuff that Rainy like, was was coming up with. It took me like second or third episode to realize like what Rainy was rolling for prompts versus like what he was coming up yeah. with. And I think Rainy also started to distinct more, but like I was like, oh shit, that first yeah. episode, Rainy was just like going off the fly. And I was he like, created, okay. He created like a whole world and it was really yeah. amazing. It's it great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing to see those solo games do that. It really is. It's honestly, I mean, I feel bad because I've been out on mainstreams for a while, mostly because my home life is so busy lately. Like you have a baby. Have a yeah, you're allowed to have that, dude. And yeah. his, his bedtime's getting pushed later and later. And like, you know, it's just it makes things tough to get home, get everything done, and then hop on the yeah. Yeah. stuff. And I feel bad because like I wanna be in all these games with everyone else. But in the meantime, I'm like, okay, well, I do want a game, so I'm gonna do these solo things. And before before Colossal, I'd played some Iron Sworn solo, and I think I'd played um, maybe a, maybe another solo RPG, but I'd never really like dove in and just gone for it. But um, it, it was a crazy experience, honestly. I no spoilers. I won't even talk about the story. I think that the world of Colossal is just really imaginative, and it does help you come up with really fun things. I like the cartoony art style is very evocative and kept me in the headspace. So that's why like it's our only clean series so far. Like everything else is explicit because we swear a lot. But for me, you know, I was going, I was sitting here going, I'm not going to just get, you know, unnecessary. And I will say to be fair, we, we definitely are mostly explicit. We can be clean. Twas was almost perfectly clean. That was my bad. Probably. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it, I was was, like, it was the scene with uh, the Nutcrackers. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, but that was like, I mean, silver come platter. on. That was served on a silver platter. There's it no really way you couldn't. Was. Yeah. Again, I've run that game like, Just, like I four don't times. How. That's never happened before. It's <laughs> us, Jess. This is, hi, this is the Twas crew. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, is. I will say that Logan the Mountie was like, I think I've had a lot of fun in one shots because it's always just in a chance to just be like absolutely chaotic and like turn my chaos up to like a hundred. But I think right after, right after it was when we did the vote and I was the only one who got a unanimous vote that I was on team chaos, everyone else was very mixed. And I'm still to this day, very proud of that. Uh, but I loved playing Logan, loved so much playing Logan. What was his, what was his mount's name? What was his moose's uh, his name? Trudeau. 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 Yeah. And that, for that game, I had a list of famous Canadians. Up, I was just, I just Googled yep. famous Canadians. And I just like, I was just going to, I'm just going to name drop every single Canadian you know, I can. Dion at one point. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I was right. also like, Alana, I remember saying Alanis Morissette. I was like, Alanis Morissette. I think you dropped <laughs> Justin Bieber at some point. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, yeah. Did. Yeah. I, I mean, the most iconic thing will always be in the name of universal healthcare charge. charge. And that was our I'm only work that into another game someday. Oh, yeah. Along with Colossal, that's so far our only card game, I think, yeah. thus far. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Troy's <laughs> Minecrawler has cards in it. Oh, does it? Except, okay. for, except for the one time that I accidentally forced tarot cards. <laughs> oh, it's always worked out great. Anamnesis also uses tarot cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm Solo around. does very well I... with cards because you need oracles to kind of prompt mm. you. Mm. Um, so a lot of solo games do well. And just to go back real quick about you guys saying you don't know how much of it was just like off the cuff or I, yeah. I don't have the time to sit down and write out, uh, like take time to think about it between you know, doing this when my wife is out and waiting for me to watch uh, whatever TV series we're watching now or whatever. Um, I have like an hour and a half to like sit down and record my solo sessions. So I sit down and I'm like, and go. And I just, and I just oh, that's what I got. Okay. Uh, I think, I think for like 10 seconds, I'm like, just commit, go. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the spirit of those games. I think, you know, it's like, that's you come up with gold when you just, you just take a result and go with it. You usually come up with something really good. It's amazing. And I will but say, uh, crazy rainy because you like flow the entire time like i would that's I the would, magic like... of editing jess oh <laughs> okay gotcha <laughs> i was like i would stop so many times to like figure out what i have to do yeah. no i, cu- I cut a lot fair. of those 15 20 second silences and ah um the magic of rainy yes, the magic <laughs> of editing and for those of you who like, again, I know it's not the same listening to someone play a solo game, especially in podcast. It's one thing to watch like a YouTube video where you can see them going through the process. However, I've really enjoyed solo role playing games, and I hope that I inspire people to try them more. If it's like your first time hearing someone do it, uh, I have a list of solo RPGs I'm going to be recording just when I play them. And so if we ever need a release, they're going to be in the backlog to be released. I actually have a couple too. I, I have, interestingly, of course I have a RuneQuest one. It's the duck one. So I'm going to, because you and I had talked about this, we're going to do the duck series because you're going to do the dragon, dragon and demon, dragon and demon there, duck, dragon vein, duck. Uh, and I'm going to do the RuneQuest duck solo duck adventure. But I also have a bunch of uh, Call of Cthulhu ones I'm going to do. Oh, I did. A I just never had a chance to. Yeah, I, like Alone Against the Dark and Alone Against the Tide. And I ran yeah. in through a go- Alone Against the Flames. It was actually really interesting to just prompt. I read. I ran Alone Against the Flames. I died. I, I got immolated. I got sacrificed. I couldn't get out of the cage and got wicker manned. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I will say oh. if um, 
if anybody cares, my next solo thing is going to be Miru 1 and 2. I'm going to be running through those. Those are really cool. Um, <laughs> a robot killed my brother, and now I'm going to kill the robot god. That's the solo nice. prompt of that game. I think it's only a couple Jesus. of months until my mine uh, starts shipping. Talking about this reminded me to update my shipping oh, address yeah, on the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, horse yeah. girl. Nice. Very excited for how fucked up horse girl is going to be. Eventually, there will be a solo session recording of every single one of us on this. Yeah, absolutely. Do it, Jess. Not Jess now. She's shaking her head. I literally have a game called Princess with a Cursed Sword. Just do it. It's like a mob. Oh, I think Amber wants to do that one. I remember she She was saying she's intrigued in that one. I'm like not good probably by myself. I could do maybe a duo. You could. I don't think I could do by myself. Jess, we'll do a duo. We're going to make, we'll make Tequila Sunrise. I love Tequila Sunrise. I'll just do a duo. Jess. It'll be it'll do the retake of our interview. We'll just drink and play a duo game. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. And Jess, I know we've talked about this. Uh, when I do Iron Sworn, I was yes. going to do the Sundered Isles, which is a, a backer only bonus thing that he's working on. Um, he recently does Iron Sworn, which is like the, you know, Iron Age Viking setting. Um, then there is Iron Sworn Starforged, which is the space faring setting. And for backers on the Kickstarter, he's doing Sundered Isles, which is seafaring. And I thought, ooh, let's tie this into Honor and Intrigue. But I think what I want to do, me and Jess are going to, Jess is going to be in my session zero for that. And we're going to do world building. And I think I'm going to do Skyships. And we're going to do Honor and Intrigue World 600, 700 years in the future. Nice. Wow, nice. Oh, shit. Uh, Okay. Have your character be the descendants of john and john. oh the girl the wife of that guy <laughs> obviously what was the john co- has many descendants my character. John. i know one. no this the sweet npc lady yeah what was, was, was it was it alana well, it was alana. alana yes it was i thought no no alana was the, alana was the the alana was the young the daughter yeah. grandma the started with an m that was Bowden's. That was Bowden. Yes. Yes. It did start with an M. We got buried together. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking my character just being like, is everyone in love on my fucking boat? <laughs> was it Mari? Uh, no. Maybe Mari. It was yes, Mari. Mari sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah, gone off the rails fanatic. reminiscing, but. Yeah, we can talk about ourselves forever. Anybody listening to this 1D6, 1D4, 1D100, you got 100 episodes to go back and listen to. There's so much shit. Um, All right, here's what I'm going to do really, really quick before we wrap this up. And this is going to be a really hard question. But So I'm going to say, all of us, someone is brand new to us, never listened to us before. What one series or one shot would you recommend that is a hard question i oh, know no. it is but i have an answer what is it good society oh mm. oh no i'm pretty confident in that answer that brings me great joy um i will put forth honor and that, that's, that's yep that was yeah that would be wow now I'm flipping. So I'm going to say I'm going to just say a one shot since I I would say either one of those if someone wanted to see us on like our most serious. Uh, but if someone just wanted to see like stupidity, uh, I would say three raccoons in a trench coat. Oh, oh, that is, yeah. That is the chaos. Like if you really only have a couple of hours 
and you want to hear something very chaotic and funny, and you want to see three raccoons feeding Cialis to teenagers teenagers four raccoons feeding Cialis to teenagers in a supermarket. Uh, you should watch <laughs> our three raccoons in a trench coat. Actually, technically four raccoons in a trench coat, one shot. All right, Jess. Um, I'm gonna say short order apocalypse. Ooh. Sorry, you for one shot. And for a series, oh geez, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even think of what we've done for a series. You know, there's actually surprisingly few of them. Like, I think we've been doing this for so long, but because it's bi-weekly and everything, um, if I had to pick a one shot, I will say I will nominate myself for Kids on Bikes. I thought that was a good one. Oh, I love yeah, Kids on good. Bikes. It was great. But I, I'm also going to say Good Society. Wow. Yeah. Now, Sarah got double Rex yeah. from Jess. No, I would say, I would say, <laughs> yeah, she did. I will say Good Society for, for a series was one of our best. I still think so. It was one of my, I think it was one of, yeah. Remington was one of my favorite characters I ever played. John's a close second in long, in long series. It's like, it's literally hard for me to decide which one I liked better and their arcs. So yeah, I that would say Good Society is... though, just because it just came out so well. It really yeah, did. That's, that series is so close to my heart. So that really means a lot. Like even as a DM, you're not doing much. It's it's still like, you know, it, I I have a Good Society jingle. Like it's my ever, baby. Yeah, we did have a Good Society jingle for your modified roles. So so that, that means a lot. Thanks, guys. Shit. It's also crazy because like, <laughs> There was only what three or four episodes of Good Society, but so much was going on and so mm-hmm. much happened. There were there was character yeah. creation, yeah. which had half an episode in it, and there were four full episodes. It was yep. originally just going to be three, but then we were like, no, there's more. There's, there's so much that, that was happened. the first series. We were like, one more. Yeah. That game, yeah. that game does a great deep. job of weaving weaving webs yes. as well. Because yeah, I was just going to say that main character, major character. And someone else's minor character. So yep. there's mm-hmm. always threads to just mm-hmm. flicking and just making tension all around. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us on this special episode of 1D6, 1D4, 1D100, and for joining us for 100 episodes of DMs After Dark. This is fucking wild that we've been doing this for 100 episodes and like two almost three years uh, including when we first joined together playing offline uh, and it's been absolutely fantastic so love you guys love all of our listeners thank you so so much uh have a wonderful night everyone and until next time do i do until next time someone do- yeah sure fuck it, it's my show say a hundred things you'll regret on the internet mm. that one clip of me is still out there. Yes, it is. And it hurts me to this day. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Rainy, I do want to know what's our episode 69. Oh, shit. Do I know what it is? What is it? Now, this is what's going after the the thing. (laughs) Yeah, this is important. Wait. Episode 69. Ready? It's the ward. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Troy got 69. Good job, Troy. That's perfect. Good Troy. Troy.